0: Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We will combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi guys, and happy Mindful Monday. Welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your day so far, whether you're listening to me in the car, on your walk, on your run, while working out, whatever you're doing, if you're cleaning your room, if you're cooking, hi, welcome back. So, I want to start off this episode, just like I start off any other episode, is thanking you guys for all of your support. I feel so supported and so encouraged by the community that has been built surrounding this podcast and on my Instagram. So, thank you to everyone who's been listening and tagging me in their posts and DMing me and letting me know how this podcast has helped them and they enjoy listening to it. And that's really just been the goal here. So. Again, I am so, my heart is so full and I am so happy that I am sharing my stories with you and it's helping you guys out because that's the reason why I started this podcast. So keep doing that. Keep tagging me um, in your stories. Let me know what your favorite episodes are and DM me if you have any questions or topics you want me to talk about. DM me if you want to become a guest on my show and talk about self-care and mindfulness. I'm open to everything. My um, social medias are, if you want to follow, if you aren't already, is Instagram is at the Growth Mindset Gal, TikTok is at Growth Mindset Gal, and Twitter is at Mindset Gal. So, speaking of building a wonderful community, this past week I've reached a thousand followers! Yay on my Instagram, or as i like to say I've reached a thousand friends, a thousand supporters. Um, And building this wonderful community. And I am so grateful and so thankful for all the friends who have followed me. And I figured since I um, reached the goal of a thousand friends on my Instagram, I want to do a thousand followers giveaway. Um, I already posted this a couple of times on my Instagram, but I wanted to do a nice giveaway just to say thank you and show gratitude for everyone who's been supporting my page. So the. Giveaway is a nice self care box personalized by me, the Growth Mindset Gal. Hey, so what's gonna be in the self care box? You might be wondering. I'm thinking, and again, I can always change things. I am going to have some candles, a jade roller, some chocolate, some face masks, some lotions, um, different types of self care routines, such as, you know, like when you um, wash your face, those cute little headbands that you put on the little charcoal face mask, anything that you can possibly think of, I'm going to be putting in this box for self-care. And how are you going to enter? You're probably wondering so you can get this wonderful self-care box. What you can do is you can tag me in your story, letting me know what your favorite episode of the Growth Mindset Girl podcast is. Then you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser if you don't have Apple Podcasts. If you don't have either of those, you can leave a review on one of the comments in the comments on one of the posts on my Instagram. And last but not least, you can then DM me your favorite self-care tip or self-care routine. So those are the three things you need to do in order to enter this giveaway um, contest. And then the closing date for the giveaway is this coming Wednesday, March 24th. So please make sure if you want to enter that you do those three things, such as, again, I'll repeat them one more time is you tag me in your story with your favorite episode from the Growth Mindset Gal podcast. You leave a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, or you can leave a review as a comment on one of your favorite podcast posts on my page, and then you can DM me your favorite self-care tip or self-care routine. And I'm so excited to make this wonderful self-care box for the lucky winner of this giveaway. And speaking of self-care products, Hello? Body. I have that referral code, 30% off referral code in the show notes. And again, I have the Coco Glam body scrub. It's pink. It smells like vanilla and coconut. So it's like going on a tropical vacation. When I do a whole self-care moment in that shower, I put the wonderful body scrub I lather it all over my body and I am super smooth and I even use it in between pedicures to make sure my feet stay super smooth because I'm a teacher and my feet get a little crisp, crisp because I'm on my feet all day and this body scrub has really helped me with that. The body scrub, again, all Hello Body products. Are vegan, animal cruelty free, and all natural ingredients because I like to put into my body and onto my body things that are healthy and good for it. And this Coco Glam body scrub does not get all over the tub. I know some body scrubs get a little messy. This one is not messy at all. It's a beautiful pink and it just makes my skin feel so good after a shower and so replenished. And I have a new addition to some self care products. I have some Arbonne self-care products. And again, Arbonne, very similar to Hello Body. Arbonne is um, a website that has self-care products such as skincare, hair care, and physical body care, such as nutrition. Very similar to Hello Body, again, that it is vegan, animal cruelty-free, all natural ingredients, gluten-free, you name it. All good and natural things going into your body. And I actually got these energy fizzy sticks that you, it's a little powder in a little package. You then put it into your water or drink of your choice. And then it gives you all natural energy. There's a little bit of caffeine in it from green tea. But it's all natural ingredients to kind of give you that mid-afternoon pick-me-up after you crash from having that coffee before. So instead of reaching for that second coffee... Reach for the energy physics. I also got physics um, for gut health to help with digestion and deep loading. And I got a wonderful hair mask from Arbonne, which I can't wait to try because my hair it needs Jesus. And that hair mask just might be very close to it. And the really cool thing about Arbonne is they have a website for your convenience of all of those different types of products. So that way, if you want to find any self-care products for your hair, your skin, or your nutrition, Arbonne has everything for you. So there's a link in my bio for those products and DM me if you want any more information about that. And um, another segue, speaking of Arbonne, I have a wonderful, fantastic guest on my podcast for this episode, Miss Lauren Smith. I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode. It is a wonderful conversation about mindfulness practices and how to switch your perspective, which can totally change the way you live your life. I met the wonderful Lauren Smith via Instagram. She was one of my OG followers. So shout out <laughs> to Lauren Smith for this episode. She is in this episode and she is the kindest and sweetest and most encouraging human being I have met on um, the Instagram. So she is a network marketing for Arbonne and she's actually the person that introduced me to these wonderful Arbonne products because I would always see her on her Instagram stories making these wonderful smoothies using the Arbonne products and I was messaging her and we both were messaging back and forth and she's been giving me different products. That would help because I said I wanted more energy and work on my gut health with some bloating. And then we have stemmed all different conversations. We've been supporting each other's pages. And then one day I was like, hey, do you want to be on this podcast? And she was like, of course. So she is my first podcast guest and the fun part is this is the first time she is on a podcast and I think for us doing the whole podcast guest interview for the first time I think we nailed it and Lauren agreed we totally nailed it and I think this is going to be a wonderful conversation that's going to help the listeners out here so I really really hope you guys enjoy it so here we go my first interview with Miss Lauren Smith about mindfulness practices and switching your perspective enjoy Okay, guys, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with me, your host, Allie Brooke. And I have a a wonderful guest with me today, Miss Lauren Smith, who I am super excited. She is my first official guest on the podcast, and it's also her official time being a guest. So we are just really (laughs) running it over here, just trying our best. So we're going to go with the flow. And again, I am super excited to have her here. So I'm just going to let her introduce herself. So Lauren, go ahead. You can introduce yourself to everyone.
1: Oh my gosh. Hello. I'm so excited to be here as well. Um, Hello to your community. My name is Lauren Smith. Like you said, I'm 20 years old. I live in Vancouver, Canada. Um, I'm currently in network marketing that I do full time. Uh, I've totally fallen in love with personal growth. And that's what me and Allie really got into chatting about. And that's kind of why we wanted to do a podcast together. So I'm excited to be here.
0: Yay, again, I literally love everything that you are about. I remember when I first started um, my quote unquote business Instagram, like way in the beginning of January and Lauren, she was actually one of the first people to follow me. And I remember she would, you know, like my stories or like little posts here and there. So she has been a very supportive person and an empowering woman from the start, which I'm so grateful for. And then we've just been interacting via DM, just talking about certain things she's been introducing me to some of um, her products that she's going to be talking about later to help me out with some energy and gut health. So
1: I love it. I love it. That's so true. And I, I remember connecting with you on Instagram and seeing your page and I was like, Oh, I just love her vibe and her energy. I could just see it through your page. And I'm, I'm so glad to be on the podcast now. This is so cool. I've listened to so many episodes
0: you did yay yeah i'm so (laughs) excited because again when i was like first made it and i saw people listening i was like i just really hope people like it so that means so much that you've listened and you've enjoyed the vibes that i've brought out Mm -hmm. so again um lauren and i have really connected on the whole growth mindset and being mindful and working on our perspective and how we can perceive life so miss lauren um question number one what got you into mindset and personal growth?
1: Oh, I mean, quite a few different things. I would say, you know, like it was what I'm doing now for work that got me really into it, but I think also past pain from past few years, you know, and being a place of, I think people nowadays, like they feel really controlled by their mindset and how they perceive life. And they're, you know, Like for example, someone's like, oh, I'm just not having a good day and I'm just in a bad mood. And we feel so controlled by that. And that's how I felt at one point in my life. I felt super like just not well mentally and I wasn't in a great place. And once I got into the business that I'm a part of now, and once I kind of got into the proper community and I realized that personal growth was all around and there were so many resources and tools and this was something that I could control and I could be better. Cause my whole philosophy is like, you know, it's all about how we perceive life. And if you can focus on how you, perceive life your life is gonna be better and so kind of understanding that and getting into the community that I'm in now is what really got me and totally in love with personal growth and just everything about it for sure.
0: Oh yeah I love that. thanks for sharing and I couldn't agree more. I'm very similar um, with you Lauren about personal growth that like at some point I just felt very controlled by my emotions and I honestly didn't realize how much my emotions could control me throughout the every day until um, one day I was like literally on the way to work, just (laughs) almost like, and I take the train to work and I was like almost about to cry on the train and I couldn't figure out like why? And I was feeling very anxious and I had to text my sister I'm like, I'm literally about to cry on the train. I don't know what to do. And she was like, please don't cry on the train. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. So I definitely agree that I definitely went to, we had to go through kind of like a rock bottom or a dark place to kind of see yep. where we're at and then um, grow from here. So totally lead me to the next question. So we all start when we work on our mindfulness and our mindset and switching our perspectives, yep. usually people are coming from a dark place or a rock bottom. So would you like to share yeah.
1: your experience? Oh my gosh, yeah. So I think a rock bottom is so important. And obviously, like if you're in a rock bottom right now and you've been experiencing one, like just know that is such a time for growth. And it's such a time to re-stable yourself and it's a foundation to go up from there. You can re, you know, you can re-evaluate everything. And that's why I'm just I'm my past and stuff with struggling mentally with mental illnesses and all of that. Like, I think so many people do, but so many people don't realize that's like your deepest pain can be your deepest passion in the future. And so taking advantage of your rock bottom and just knowing that it's a time for growth is so huge. And I don't know who said it, but they always said like, an, like when you're with a bow and arrow, the arrow has to go back before it can go forward. And that's exactly what a rock bottom is. You know, it's that time to just go back, reflect, and you can kind of shoot into the future and your goals, which is, yeah, that's kind of my perspective for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And yes. Oh my God. I love that quote that an arrow must go back in order to like be pulled forward. I literally, yeah. when you first said that quote to me before, I was like, this is, that needs to be on a pillow. That needs to just be on, <laughs> pillow, like on my bed somewhere. Or like, you know, those signs. In like Marshalls or TJ Maxx and have like those inspirational quotes. I feel like that needs to be, we're going to market, we're going to trademark that. We're going to market it and sell it in Marshalls because I love that. Oh my
1: gosh, we have to, we have to for sure. That's so true. It's just like, I think a lot of people think that life is just a straight line, you know, Mm -hmm. going forward. And, you know, if it was a straight line and if nothing really bad ever happened to you, like nothing ever amazing would happen. You know, it's like, you got to have the dips to enjoy the highs. And if you're just going in a straight line and you don't even ever hit those rock bottoms and, you know, you're never going to, you're never going to be able to reflect and, you know, see how just kind of, I guess, just see how amazing it could be and see what's possible. If that, if that kind of makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: I completely see that because as a teacher and I think we learn a lot about like what is success and all of those things and what it takes to get to be successful from school and becoming yeah. more mindful in my own self. And realizing my mindset and my perspective, I notice kind of sometimes as teachers or kind of like the educational system as a whole, subconsciously just do, you need to get good grades. And when you have good grades, that makes you a good person. And that's going to make you successful because you need to get good grades, right. To then go into an honors class, to then get into a good college and then to get a good job. That's the straight line that you're talking about where that students and kids, like as they grow up, aren't taught that like life, like you said, is ebbs and flows, ups and downs. Yeah. And if you don't experience, you know, struggle of some sort, that what do you learn from it? And that's why I think people stay in their comfort zones because in their comfort zones, they're successful. And that's their straight line where this is what I'm good at. This is where I'm going to stay because I can't handle failure because I never really had to experience it. And I think definitely hitting a dark place or a rock bottom does ignite that thought for growth, because if you're in your comfort zone and you don't experience any struggle, then you can't learn. And I'm a huge proponent, I think we've talked about this before, of that the universe gives everything to us. The universe has a plan for us. So every kind of, you know, rock bottom or mistake is always a lesson. Every failure is always a lesson that makes us stronger from it. And so sometimes, whether we realize it or not, and I think we realize it, like when we look back on it, we're like, oh, that's why I was in that dark place. So I can
1: get to where I am now. Totally. I love everything you just said. And you know, that reminds me of like, everything is happening for us, not to us. And if you can switch your entire perspective and understand that, you will see life through a total different perspective, 100%. Because it's just, it's so true. And someone else said like, with all your problems, if you looked back two years later, You know, you just were like, okay, it's just it's happening right now. It's fine, but two years later from now, and you looked back, you would most likely think that that was actually like a positive experience in your life because the growth that it like it made you go through, or the events that changed. But in the moment, obviously, it's not ideal, of course. You're like, but in the long, literally, (laughs) in the long run, it's something that can totally change the shift of your life for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that. I agree with, I love that saying too that, you know, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. And actually a couple of years yes. ago, one of my friends said that to me and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, life happens to us. Like, I'm sorry, life happens for us, not to us. And yes. I, I thought about that and I was like, wow. Cause a lot of people do this, this victimize and like, woe is me. And like, why do all these things, these bad things keep happening to me? Why do I always have the worst luck? And like, they always have that saying in, inside yeah. their head. And I, after my friend said that, I really took that in and I was like, wow, maybe if I just switch, why is this happening to me? Or like, what door is this going to open? Because I believe also doors close for a reason and doors open for a reason. So that way you can keep progressing in the person you're trying to be. Because we kind of get lost sometimes in like the rat race of life or always being busy. And I always have stuff to do and and any little inconvenience stresses us out because we just have so many things to do where I think real growth comes from. I don't have to do everything at once. Life can be nice and slow to take time for myself and take time to reflect on my mindset and my perspective. And just doing that has literally changed the game for me and I think that rock bottom that train ride where I was like my life's really good so why am I crying on my way to work (laughs) like that was the rock bottom because I remember I woke up that morning and I like woke up just like so upset for no reason I was like very anxious very upset like the this feeling of dread for some reason and then on the train that same it stayed and that was actually that week I literally was like I can't do this anxiety spiral feeling anymore. And that's after that day is when I started looking for therapists to go to and to talk to somebody, talk to a professional about how can I cope through my, you know, chronic anxiety, because I used to be able to cope with it, but then, you know, life just kept happening and happening and I couldn't do it by myself anymore. And I needed to seek some professional help. So I think that rock bottom that happened. So I could be like, all right, Allie, (laughs) it's time to go see someone. It's time to go see a professional and see, you know, how they can help you in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been doing therapy for about a year now and actually over a year. And my mindset has like completely changed
1: from. Oh, I, I love that. I love that. There's always a positive that comes out of it. Like there will always be a learning experience and there will always be a positive that comes out of hitting a rock bottom in your life. So like I said, if you're going through one right now, you're listening to this podcast, yes. hold tight. Because you just, you don't know what's coming and you don't know. you I bet you anything you'll be grateful for this moment years later to come.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember seeing, it as a picture. I forget what the picture is like off, but I just remember the meaning of it where I think it's either like, it could be like God or the universe or whatever that like you believe in. And there's a little girl and um, she's like holding a doll, she's holding something. And she was like, but like universe, I really love it. But the universe behind its back had like this big, huge teddy bear that was like so much better than yes. the You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And whenever I think of like the universe, like, like has your back, I think of that picture where wherever I see a trial and tribulation in my life I'm like okay there's definitely something better on the other side yeah. and I think people need to learn and I think you go through this too Lauren is this thought of like surrender like you can't control yeah. every little aspect of your life and we love to do like I'm like a five-year plan like on you know, every single day okay, what am I going to do in five years like yeah doing because I want to control every single aspect of my life because I want to control my success. But then I right. realize, especially with the whole pandemic that you cannot literally control no you know, every aspect of your life. So I think people also need to, you know, learn while they're going through this growth mindset is that thought of like surrender where the universe does have my back and things do happen for me and not to me.
1: Totally. I totally agree with that with surrender and just like, just letting it go. I was, I'm for so long. I struggled with like needing certainty in everything. And Tony Robbins always talks about a few like um, things that people are really focused on. And it's like significance, it's certainty, it's uncertainty, it's love, it's connection, all these things that we truly like, we desire as humans, we need. And when certainty and significance are your top two, like you are out of luck (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you can never, you know, like certainty isn't it's, there's never going to be certainty in everything. So learning to be uncertain and learning to just let go and just to go with the flow, literally, and just to understand that there's a better plan ahead. And there's another, you know, another guide taking you on the plan. It's just like, it's just letting, yeah, like letting go and just leaning into that for sure.
0: Oh my I love Tony. When, when I saw in like yeah. your stories, <laughs> you listen to Tony Robbins, I'm like, ah, Tony, I love him. <laughs> I love Tony. So Okay, so speaking of Mr. Tony Robinson, I want to move on to question number three. So what are some self-care
1: routines that you do to get into that quote-unquote that peak state or that high frequency? Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Peak state is everything. And I just, that's what Tony talks about all the time. And kind of going back to what I said earlier, as we get so caught up in, you know, this is how I'm feeling this morning. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm not having a good day. And I'm not doing these things. And there's truly like a formula to have a good day and being able to recognize those things is what's going to make you be able to, you know, leaning like, cause it's all about the state that you're in, right? Like you're not going to be confident and going for goals and doing scary things when you're in a low vibration and a low state. And so being able to control what's going to kind of bring you to that better state, bring your energy up is so important. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely say some of my favorite self-care rituals and morning rituals for sure. Would be moving my body, like getting your heart rate up and just even if it's stretching or just moving your body, getting out of your head essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Gotta get out of that doing, thing. <laughs> literally, literally just moving your body and getting those endorphins and getting your body into it. Tony Robbins always talks about getting your body into it, especially when you're learning something. That's why he's always making people jump around and stuff, because it just keeps you going. It keeps you energized. Mm-hmm. Um, meditation, reflecting, taking time for stillness. I don't think we do enough of that i sometimes i cheat myself with like a 5 minute meditation and i'm like come on laura like come on <laughs> make that. it 15 you <laughs> yeah. need more than that You need like it. just for today we it, it was monday yesterday you definitely
0: needed at least 15 minutes for a monday meditation for sure literally
1: literally so meditation's like calming your mind and it's not about just sitting there and just trying not to think about anything i think a lot of people really perceive it as that but just knowing it's just recognizing the thoughts that you have because we wake up and we have all these thoughts going around and we think we're in a bad mood, but when you reflect and you just sit for a minute and you realize the things that you're thinking about, you're like, Oh, that's why I'm not having, that's why I'm seeing things kind of in a negative light today. That's why. So I always really try to do meditation movement and personal growth, like listening to something inspirational, um, reading a book i love like joe dispenza or Brene brown i'm reading Brene yes. brown right now as well and so many just like listening to a podcast on my way to work i mean well i'm not going to work but when i was mm-hmm. or at the gym or you know whenever it's just doing those three things for myself is something that always gets me kind of like conditioned into a good energy and a good place mm-hmm. what about for you would you say
0: I was literally about to say like, we're the same person. So this is fine. We're literally the same person. Um, some of my favorite self-care routines is definitely move. My body is like number one. I love yeah. working out in the morning. Um, so on the weekends, I always go to the gym around like 9am 9 or 930. Unfortunately when I, cause as a teacher, I have to go to the gym during the week afterwards, but I still make sure at least like four times a week, I go move my body in some way. And I, I, Hate the feeling before a workout. Like, I'm like, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be there. Yeah. But the minute like I start moving my body and I do like a warm up and then I go into my workout, like when I'm done stretching at the end of like my 40 minute workout or whatever it is, I feel so much better. I feel like I can yeah. take on the world. I feel so much more creative after I move my body. I like come home, I'm like, all right, what lesson plans am I going to do? What am I going to do for a podcast? What blog am I going to write? Like, yeah. all the things like everything, everything in life seems just so much easier when you move your body, because I think, oh, obviously your mind and body are super connected. And so when your body is stagnant, your mind is stagnant. And so you feel sluggish, you feel unmotivated, you feel negative thoughts when you're not moving your body. So definitely number one, is moving yep. your body and it doesn't have to be a hardcore workout like you said Lauren you can do some stretching you know you can go for a walk around the block like whatever totally gets your heart pumping and I used to definitely more during the summer and I kind of fell off the wagon and I want to get back onto it I definitely <laughs> meditated during the summer because as a teacher I had my summers off so my mornings are definitely less crazy and I would actually use I used to use headspace for a little bit and now yep. i actually use the app um, it's fit on which is actually a workout app but they also added um, meditations and they are 5 minute meditations 10 15 and they're all you know guided meditations so it tells you like what to do mm-hmm. and they're they they are about like stress relief or a morning meditation or there's also like a nighttime meditation as well or like a letting go meditation
1: oh wow like,
0: topics so if you're in, and the app is free because free is for me. So if you need a little bit of like you know um, spicing it up with the meditation, it's Fit On, and it's like one of the best best apps for workouts and also for meditation. So if you're interested, I'll send you it later on. It's definitely been um, fantastic for me. And oh my gosh, amazing! Another self care routine that I always try and do, especially on the weekends when I have my slow mornings, is definitely journal. Like that is one of the top things that I do. It's yeah. actually One of the first self-care routines that I started doing was doing journal entries. And at first it was just like brain dump, like whatever I'm feeling, just do it. And then it kind of became more structured where now I like, you know, first I just release any emotions for the week. And then I do a gratitude attitude where I write like five things that I'm grateful for. And I know you love gratitude as well. I see you yes. do too. And then there's another, the third part that I do is to manifest my goals. And it's like for the week. So I do it on kind of like a more of a weekly basis. So, and I usually, I think I saw this on your IGTV video, um, like last week, where you were talking about gratitude and it's being grateful for like the really small things in your day or in your week, which I couldn't agree more. Like everyone like, yes, I'm grateful for my family, my friends and my health and my job. Like those are like the big things. But like the little things where it's like, I'm grateful for this like warm cup of coffee or this slow morning. Literally,
1: Yeah. I love that. I love, no, I love that. Little ones Cause it's, it makes your it's... life seem a little bit more magical than, you know, you're like, wow. <laughs> so true though. But I just kind of had a thought just now. And it's like, if you're only ever grateful for the big things, like how often do huge things in your life happen? You know, like not a lot. So it's like when you can focus on the little things that bring you joy every day, it's like your life will just get so much more exciting and you'll just find gratitude in more moments. You know, like Mm -hmm. when you let yourself become happy over the smaller things, you'll just, I think it just brings more happiness into your life. Like why wait, why wait for the larger things? Why not just be grateful for a sunny day or Mm -hmm. clean sheets or whatever it is.
0: I love clean sheets. Oh, but can I add on to the clean sheets? You know, when you like just shave your legs and then you go into nice <laughs> clean sheets. Like men will never know the feeling unless you do men shave your legs, power to you. But like the clean yeah. shaven, like moisturized legs and clean sheets, Lauren. Oh my gosh. I'm dying. That, is, <laughs> that makes <laughs> my day. Just it's like, a
1: whole vibe. It's a whole, a whole, whole
0: vibe. <laughs> it's a whole vibe. And yeah, definitely when you're just grateful for the small things, like you said that, you know, how often do big things happen? And then It actually helps you when you do, when you practice gratitude, either on a daily basis or a weekly basis, you actually train your mind because your, your brain is a muscle. So you train it like anything else in your body. And when you find more gratitude in the small things, when you kind of get into that negative spiral of, oh, my life is going horrible today, today's, or this is the worst week ever. My brain sometimes actually stops like, Allie, wait. Okay. Do you have a roof over your head? right? Yeah. Um, do you have a really good inner circle of friends? Did you have a nice slow morning where you are, you're able to work out, right? Finding those little small things in your week or your day definitely helps when you start getting into that negative spiral. And when you're, you know, do your gratitude attitude practices, it becomes a habit. So when you do kind of go down that dark, scary path, your brain, your brain actually stops. And it's like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> like, let's reframe. Yep. We know, you know, it may be a rough moment right now, but overall your life is pretty okay. And we have to let yeah. you remember that. Definitely. Yeah. I
1: love that. I love that you said journaling as well that's something that I forgot because it's it's so important just to be able to I find you release it when you put it on paper or you just like take it out of your head and put Mm -hmm. it somewhere even if it's verbally like talking it out with someone that's why Mm -hmm. therapy is so incredible or like it's kind of like your own personalized little therapy it's just like doing journal prompts so I love that you said that as well because it's so true.
0: Mm -hmm. And I also love to it's actually really funny. I don't like listen to music anymore. Whenever I'm like driving somewhere or I'm working out, I listen to a podcast. So I listen to anything inspirational. So I'm like, oh, I'm that stepper. Like, yeah, I can change my mindset. I'm in control of my perspective as I'm like, walking, sweating for 10 minutes.
1: And (laughs) oh my gosh, that's too good. That's too good.
0: It's definitely what you listen to definitely matters because again, it's, it's very similar to like what you read or what you watch, but also what you listen to because that's stimulating your brain. So if you're stimulating your brain with, you know, uninspiring things, then that's going to affect the way your brain perceives the world. So what's definitely helped me is you know, listening to those nice podcasts and it's very calming and soothing and then inspirational. And sometimes I even get ideas, you know, to do mindfulness practices in my own way, just from listening to the podcast. And it kind of is like free therapy, honestly, obviously they're not, you know, some of them are not professional therapists, but you know, it's, it's a nice little way to just kind of calm your mind as a kind of free therapy, if you will.
1: Definitely. Literally. That's so true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have so many favorites too. Like I just, I've been like getting into podcasts and books for, and it's, it's like, it is free therapy. It's like free knowledge. It's like someone putting like years of their life into like four hours of reading. It's like, take advantage of it. You mm-hmm. know?
0: <laughs> exactly. So, okay. Great segment because question number four is what resources have helped you with your self-growth? So any podcast books or anything like that? Oh
1: you? oh my gosh. Okay. I'll name a few. I have so many mm-hmm. for meditation. If you're like a beginner, I love the 21 day meditation challenge by Deepak Chopra. It's oh. incredible. And it's so good. I'm obsessed with that. And it's just, it's a great way to kind of get into it. It's guided. It's not very long. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Um, favorite podcasts and books. Joe Dispenza is amazing. It's definitely a little bit of deeper material though. Mm-hmm. So I would probably start, I love Brene Brown. Um, Rachel Hollis is amazing. Jay <gasps> Shetty, Ed Milet. Um, who else? Oh, there's so many amazing people. Uh How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That's just a good starter too. That's such a classic. Um podcasts. I would say for podcasts though, I love Ed Milette. I love Jay Shetty. I love um Lewis Howes. Who else? There's so many. There's so many. Do you have any favorites? Ooh
0: I literally it's funny I just saw like bookcases on like the side of me right and I'm like yeah what books do I like um I love again self help books or self development books have also been like a great source of like mini therapy if you will it's actually yeah. brain my brain and again I'm I'm giving my brain good information to help itself. I love Rachel Hollis. She actually, int- like her brand introduced me to like growth mindset and like changing your perspective. I've read yeah. all of her books. I love, um, what is it? Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing. And then I finished her new one, which was Don't, or I'm sorry, didn't see that coming, Was has been her last one. Also, oh, I love it. Phenomenal. I used to, I st- the first podcast I actually listened to was Rachel Hollis it was her podcast way back when, and also it was her with her husband too, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're not going to talk about True. when I with her husband. Um, I also love, um, let's see, the 13 things mentally strong women don't do. I actually went over that with my last oh. podcast by AD Morin. So it's all the things that like the limiting beliefs that specifically women have that we need to like get rid of. And she talks about how you can switch your mindset from scarcity to abundance because oftentimes women we live in this bubble of like all oh, women are competition and we need to like beat them out and not everything yeah. you know someone's also already doing it there's no place for me
1: but switching our mindset from totally to abundance is like- I love that I just read a book by um, Jamie Kern Lima who invented it cosmetics and <gasps> it's called I want to get that book yes you should totally get the book it said she she does her entire story in the book and it's like all about literally believing in yourself and taking the mm-hmm. leap. And I think that's something that a lot of women and a lot of men as well need to hear, especially if you're entrepreneurial or, you know, you're, you're starting big things. You're getting out of a, a tough spot. I think it was such a good book and I loved it.
0: You know, what's so funny, the makeup that I'm wearing right now, the foundation is it cosmetics. I absolutely like love that. That's my ah! favorite makeup brand guys. If you like, this is not an ad, <laughs> but I do <laughs> love makeup. Um, I use It Cosmetics and it makes my skin, I love it. I get compliments on, they're like, what are you wearing? I'm like, it's It Cosmetics, it's wonderful. And then the, the woman who created the brand is also just like phenomenal. Like um, I yeah. see her and I'm like, you are just such an amazing woman for everything that she oh, wears. Yeah. So I definitely, that's definitely one of the books I want. I have it on like my Goodreads app that I
1: keep track of all my books. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much.
0: Yeah, she's definitely one of the books. I have the Jay Shetty book on my shelf. So I'm going to be reading his book soon. Was it Think Like a Monk? I definitely want to read yeah. one. I've read all the Jen um, Sincero books, like You Are a Badass and yeah. really Badass at Making Money. I love her and Rachel Hollis have like a very similar kind of writing style. I love women who write like, listen, sis, <laughs> yeah. this, this is what you need to do. Okay leave all that stuff in the past and kind of like you know kicking the butt a little bit and be like listen this is what you got to do this is this is
1: your opportunity totally oh my gosh so true i remember listening to a rachel hollis podcast and it was like stop procrastinating Mm -hmm. and it was like she gripped me and she was like like literally face to face (laughs) telling me how it is and i was on my walk and i was like okay yep this is what i needed this This is is what what i needed this is what Um, i needed yep I just, I just thought of another book that's incredible. And going back to my favorite, like my morning routine and -hmm. it's the 5am club by Robin, Robin Sharma. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. It's kind of like a fictional story, but it's, it's amazing because he gives out like all the tips and all the reasons why doing movement, mindfulness, learning in the morning together is so important. And that's kind of how I curated my morning routine. So that's another amazing book.
0: oh yes. I love that. I'm thinking there's, um, there's one more. I'm literally looking at my bookshelf. Oh, it's Marie Forleo's Everything is Figuroutable. That book, when I read it, and I I read like all the books on the train on the way to work, I'm just reading this. And I'm like, should I just stop teaching and just start my own business? Like, that's how much she like inspires you and like the entrepreneurial spirit. And like, you can just change your life when you want. Because again, like just to my like type of personality is again, Gemini, Enneagram six, and I think my Myers Briggs was the protagonist, like ENFJ. I'm pretty sure yeah. I love structure, I love structure and routine, and that's like my comfort zone and that's my safe space. So I went through all the different steps of okay, this is how you be successful go to college, get a good job, and all those things. And mm-hmm. then reading these books, I realized that like it's okay if you change your mind or you change your course. Like, People yep. change their perspectives on things all the time. You can become a new person whenever you want. You can try a side hustle whenever you want or even start your own business, like whenever you want. And I think that's a really new mindset, especially for like our generations of like the millennials. If you, will. I think you're a millennial, right? Are you Gen Z? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I'm I well, think I'm where a Gen you Z.
1: What year were you 2000.
0: born? 2000. Oh, snap. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you might yeah. be like that weird in-between because I think I am the in-between I'm like not quite a millennial but I'm not quite a Gen Z <laughs> you're a we're gonna call you a Zillennial Generation
0: Z and millennial you're a Zillennial because <laughs> I'm pretty sure millennials stop at 94 and I was born in 1994 oh, oh 2000 I was in, I was in like first grade <laughs> I thinking, I like, oh my Lanta. I was in I was in elementary school when you were born okay Oh my gosh, that's
1: so funny.
0: So, um, but I think that's like the millennials and zillennials and generation Z. Our mentalities are very different from our parents and our grandparents who were like the greatest generation and the baby boomers and maybe some Gen X where they learned, okay, you go to school, then you go to college, you get that nine to fiver and you stay in that nine to fiver for like the rest of your life and you get your retirement and like that's the, the end of your days. Which again is fine if that's a lifestyle that you want and you want to climb that kind of you know um, corporate hierarchy. If that's something you're interested in, more power totally. to you. But I think a lot of are the newer generations kind of want to see more out of life and kind of see what our potential is and what new opportunities that we can yep. do, especially like with the internet now. Like because we grew up, we're the inner internet generation where we can just literally go on Instagram and then start a business and make money yeah. inside us like hello. We can make a podcast and zoom each other. You're in Vancouver three hours <laughs> behind me. Yeah. York. Like hello. Literally. And I, I think our generations are like that because we have the tools and opportunities to kind of go out of our comfort zone. So definitely reading all those like self-development books has helped me see like, okay, like you can really make your life whatever you want. There's not like this... It's like plan or structure where you have to do this. And yeah. then if you, but if you don't do this, your life is bad. I think that's also another thing where if you don't go to college and you don't get a nine to five, you're outside of the, like the societal norm. And that means like, you're not like a successful person. Oh,
1: so true. And that's like such an easy, like mindset to get caught up. And that's kind of how I felt. I was like, okay, so I don't have a huge tug on my heart to go to university right away. Not that it's like a no, but that's what I, that's what I thought of success. I thought of, you know, university you know, get a good job, do that, work that job, be incredible. And I remember just having this feeling of being like, oh, but I want something different. You know, like I wanna, I wanna experience, you know, like there's so much more out there. And reading all these books, like you said, it's just like, it's literally the example because so many entrepreneurs, they talk about it. It's just leaning into that uncertainty and the potential that you have, but then you're kind of succumb, like you're not really, you're pushing it down because you're afraid. You're afraid of the uncertainty and you're afraid of leaning into that, the unknown, right? Yeah.
0: It's definitely that fear of failure because a lot of people have like these really great ideas for businesses or side hustles, but they're afraid to take that next step because they're like, what if I fail? And then reading these books, I'm like, okay, who cares if I fail, I can try again and there's another awesome book i talked about in my second episode and it was um the mindset book by carol dweck and she literally talks Mm -hmm. about fixed and growth mindset when where you're in those different mindsets you're literally in different worlds and someone in a fixed mindset cannot see the opportunities of life that as someone with a growth mindset can be you literally have to it's like switching dimensions like it's a completely different perspective (laughs) and i noticed that too like i used to be very limited belief for like oh people who start their own business what are they doing like what are we The money. Like you're gonna Totally. You're going to fail, like all of these things. And then my boyfriend actually, he's a, he's a huge visionary. Like he's the complete opposite of me. Like he um, is starting his own business and he can see things that aren't here yet. Like he can envision the future of like what the potential of his business can be. And when he first told me that I was like, "Eh?" (laughs) "Huh?" I was like, are you want to quit your nine to five? that has insurance and benefits and you want to start your own business. I was so like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, hold on, right. hold up, wait a minute. But he was, Lauren, he was so miserable. He worked for like an insurance company. And I remember yeah. watching him do his work. And I was like, this is so boring. How do you do this? And one day he like, was like, I am so miserable. I do not want to be here. And he said, I don't want this to be my life. Cause I also don't want to come home from work miserable and then be miserable to my family, to like my wife. Yeah. And kids. Like he does. Oh my gosh.
1: you know what you know good for him good for him and that reminds me of something Tony Robbins said who's another book mentor leader you guys need to tune into but he always says you know there's one thing and it's the science of achievement right that's important but it's also the art of fulfillment and the reason why it's an art is because it's different for everyone and you can go and you can get the job and you can do all these things but if you're not fulfilled then that's truly like the biggest failure because then you're so unhappy and that's like a a, literally an example of your boyfriend and with what he's doing which is incredible because he's leaning into what he's fulfilled by and his passion Mm -hmm. which is so cool
0: And I, like, the minute he did that and he had the plan, he's in such a better mindset. Of course, like, there's going to be bumps around the road, you know, not, it's not like like a straight line. It's not, you know, you're going to have ebbs and flows with starting your own business. But his attitude is so much better. And even, like, the vibes he even gives off are just such positive and, you know, looking forward to the future. And I, I saw this other, I think it was a quote, or maybe just something I saw on the internet. But it's like, if you live the same way for the rest of your life, like, did you actually live? You know, if you live the same exact way for every single day for the rest of your life did you actually live and i think people again they get stuck in that everyday routine of work you know, wake up go to work you know go home go to bed and then only live on the weekends or live for the weekend then did you actually live where if you don't go to a place work is where you spend most of your life you know towards you know for the most part of your adulthood and if you're at a place of work that makes you miserable did you actually live So I think it's very Mm -hmm. important for people to find that balance between, okay, I need to have an income, right? A sustainable income to survive. Right. And then (laughs) find a a career or your own business, whatever you want to do that actually makes you want to get up in the morning and lights you up, have a nice balance. Now, again, there's going to be good days and bad days, even if you are completely fulfilled by whatever job or career that you're doing. But if you are fulfilled in the slightest, it's worth it to take that leap into whatever way your soul, your heart is tugging you towards. Yeah.
1: Worth it to follow that tug on your heart. 100% over Mm -hmm. anything, like always lean into that tug on your heart rather than thinking about the things that you're afraid of, because Mm -hmm. you're always going to be in your comfort. Like you said earlier.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'm lucky where being a teacher is like the purpose in life of teaching others and helping others reach their full potential. And so I'm lucky where I am in a career where I do, okay, it's not like rainbows and sunshine every day, but I would say definitely like, I would say 85% fulfillment most days and like 20% are like those little rough patches where those things are just not going right. But the thing was, is with remote learning, with the whole pandemic, it completely twisted my career. And we were doing remote learning where we were having, you know, Classes on a Google Meet, and it was so so unfulfilling, and I felt so useless, like because I couldn't help the kids. They're not with right. me, they're not in my classroom, and so that's actually why I started this podcast was because I needed to find another route to yeah. fulfillment of some sort where I was lucky that I still had my career and that's where mo- like my income is coming from but let me branch out of that comfort zone and start a podcast and share knowledge that I know very similar to what a teacher does is to share the knowledge that I know to help people in some way to make their lives better or to inspire them or help them reach their full potential and that was kind of my thing of let me step out of the comfort zone let me branch out and see and who cares like if, if I have a, you know, a podcast, like that I was afraid of what people are going to say, like, oh, you have a podcast. Like why doesn't <laughs> everyone have a podcast these days? Like, you know, those little, those little yeah. microaggressions, they'd well, those little pecks at you. But the funny part was, is that a lot of my inner circle, my friends and family were like, that is so cool. I'm so happy that you started a podcast. It's awesome. You have a podcast. Can I be a guest? Like it was
1: a complete, I love that. Of
0: what I was telling myself again with your, you know, your thoughts is, kind of controlling everything and that wasn't the outcome they actually were like this is so cool yeah i
1: find when you lean into your potential and you lean into the things that you're fulfilled by. you find out who who are your true supporters Mm -hmm. like who's with you and this is so funny we're talking about this because i'm listening to a Brene brown book um daring greatly right now and she always talks about the man in the arena Mm -hmm. and how There'll be the people in the stands looking down at you, making fun of you, or just, you know, watching what you're doing and they're not really supportive and they're not in the arena, but the people that are your true supporters are right there with you. And I just love that you said that because it's so true. It's so true with anything that you do.
0: Yeah, because again, too, your inner circle is super important. And I saw another thing online where it was like, um, if your inner circle doesn't inspire you, it's a cage. Where I, yep. that you are like the, you are the, you know, encompass of the five people that you're around the most. So your inner circle, either your friends or your family, should be there to support you and inspire you and motivate you to keep, you know, growing and building and getting to your highest potential. But if you're surrounded by people who are negative and, you know, they have a fixed mindset and they're kind of stuck in their comfort zone and they don't see what you see, it hurts yep. that they're your inner circle. But then you kind of have to dig deep into yourself and it's like, okay. They don't see what I see. They don't see the potential, but I know what's going to make me happy, and at the end of the day, it's your life. It's not their life. And if you yeah. live your life by the thoughts and opinions of other people, then again, did you really live? It's like kind of that's a similar situation. Literally.
1: Did you actually yeah. live. I love that.
0: So, speaking, let's move on to you know, kind of that we were talking about the entrepreneurship and being your own boss, yeah. and that's kind of been our zillennial mindset for our two generations. Do you yeah. want to talk about what you do for work, Ms.
1: Lauren? Yeah, I'll just share kind of a little bit about it. So I just, I essentially work in network marketing. So kind of the same thing. And I love that we talked about this because the whole reason I got into this business and slowly getting into it full time, obviously it wasn't a switch, but The whole reason was because I just saw the nine to five job and just doing all that. That's what I thought was success. And it was so hard for myself to lean in into what I felt a pull in my heart to do and what other people were going to be saying and what other people were going to be doing and, you know, what they would just think about me. And leaning into it has just been the, the most fulfilling thing because I just like, I know I'm aligned and I know I'm on the right path. And, you know, it's just, it's been such an incredible experience where you meet so many people and just such an incredible community of growth and people that want more and that people are willing to see more. And it's just, it's been the coolest experience for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so what's helped you, because I know getting out of your comfort zone and being, you know, not the typical nine to fiver, what types of things would you like tell yourself or different ways you would set your mindset that, you know, you are doing something different than the norms? How do you kind of cope with that if if people said something to you or if anything like that? How do you kind of stay in your lane and think
1: Yeah. You know, I love that because it's like, well, other people don't pay your bills for one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's one fact Mm -hmm. that I always bring myself back to when someone's kind of judging me. I'm like, you know what, What I want to trade places with them. And another thing that I always come back to another quote, or it's just a thought is, you know, the people that are judging you are often not doing more than you, you know, like Mm -hmm. you've never had a truly like successful person ever look down on you and say like oh what are you doing like you can't do that that's Mm -hmm. never happened ever in my experience it's always the people who are kind of watching you make moves and they're not because they're a little bit a little bit afraid which is okay everyone goes to different places and everyone's at a different time but I noticed that and so just understanding that and just taking everything with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. (laughs) and going forward with it has been something that's been really important for myself for sure and doing it messy doing it messy. Perfection is like progress over perfection every day, Mm -hmm. every day. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree
0: more because literally what growth mindset is, is that people are works in progress, that you focus on the progress of something rather than the product of success. Because I think a lot of people get stuck if they want to go outside of the norm of a nine to five, or even just try a new skill or anything, they get stuck in that perfectionism where, oh, I'm not perfect at this. And I'm going to fail. If I'm not perfect, then I'm going to stop doing what I need to do. And I think that's the big shift of the fixed mindset and the growth mindset where it's okay. If you do things a little bit messy, it's okay. If you're not great at something at first, what happens is you make a mistake. All right. That clearly didn't work. Let me learn from it. So the next time I try and do something, I can get the hang of it because People see failure, they see I made a fool of myself or whatever that it is, and it stops them. And they're like, you know what, this maybe not for me. I'm not good at it right yeah. away. It's not by the book or whatever it is. It's the fear that stops them. And I agree with you completely that usually people who do judge you for, you know, whatever skill or whatever business you're trying to do are usually the people who are not being as successful as you because someone who is successful is gonna be like that's awesome that's a great idea like keep doing that and people yeah. who judge are usually afraid like you said afraid themselves that oh I would never do that you know and they say that to you like oh I would never do something like that that's very risky but that's themselves saying that's yeah I would never do that that's very risky but like you said yeah. they're not paying your bills so no you know you just have to again, like you said, take it with a grain of salt and always go back to yourself. If you believe in yourself, then you can literally do anything. And another, I love how we're just spewing out quotes that another (laughs) quote that I also love is by Eleanor Roosevelt. She is my favorite woman in the entire world is no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So I love that only you can make you feel like you are inferior or you are below. People can squawk all they want, but if you inside know like, no, I'm a boss, I can do whatever I want if I just set my mind to it, you're literally unstoppable. And that's very scary to people where they can't influence you to say like, hey, that's not a good idea, I I would never do that, that's too much of a risk. And then you just gotta be like, you know what, I appreciate your input, I just don't disagree with that and I'm gonna do what I wanna do. That's usually like what I've said to people before or if I heard other people say it, if there's like haters talking, you just be like, you know what, I appreciate your input, but you know, I'm just going to do what I want to do or what I believe in, which yeah. I think is super important. Cause I think a lot of people don't know yeah. what yeah. to say when people are being judgmental and they get very, you get very defensive, like, well, I want to do this. And then like a whole fight starts. So I think if you just acknowledge what they have to say, but be like, I'm not going to take it into consideration can definitely like squash.
1: Oh yeah. And I love that. It's cause it's like, it's just leaning into what, you know it's all that matters is what you think about it and your perception of yourself. Like that's the main focus. Like, how do you think about yourself? Like That's what you should be focused on, not what others are thinking and not what others are saying. What are you saying to yourself? Um, So I love, I love that quote completely. Yeah. It's so good.
0: And whenever I feel like that imposter syndrome coming in, I'm like, what did Eleanor Roosevelt say, Allie? No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So if you know you're doing a good job, listen to yourself. And I also think that like, you know how we have like intuition. So we know like we have a gut feeling and we know what's best for us everything we need is like literally inside of us. And then we take what we know inside of us and we create humans, create, that is what we do on this earth. We create things and and all the knowledge and all the power that we have is inside ourselves. And so when we only believe in ourselves and we don't believe what others say, we are like literally like unstoppable. You are at your highest frequency. (laughs) You are just like running the show when you just don't care what other people have to say and you just block it out. And you, again, I think it's important to like stay in your lane, but like in a good way where people say like, oh, stay in your lane. Like it's a bad thing, but no, like literally stay in your lane, focus on you. Because I think people are trying to either start a business or become an influencer or do a YouTube channel or, you know, whatever they want to do, they often stop because of that comparison too. So it's not even people judging them, but it's also them maybe even judging themselves as stopping them because they're comparing themselves to what they see on social media. of Other people in their niche doing something and they're like, oh, that person is doing it. I don't think I'm as good as that person. But you are when you believe in yourself. And yeah. you forget too that social media is a highlight reel of people's lives. People don't really show their struggles, right? They no. don't show their valleys. They only show their peaks when they're on you know, Instagram. I love that. They don't show the bad things. They don't show the struggle. And I think that's, we have to remember that when we're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or whatever we're doing, and just remember that people only post their success. They're not going to post their failures. And I think too, everyone is on their own timeline. So you can't compare someone's like step 10 to your step two as well. Like if you're just starting, don't compare yourself to someone who's been doing this for 10 years. Like, obviously they're going to be a lot better than you because they've been doing it a lot longer.
1: So, totally. Like, I agree 100%. Like with comparison, oh, goodness, comparison <laughs> is like a whole other subject mm-hmm. that it's just like comparison is rude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you're on a different path. You are a different person. You're in a different life. Like comparing yourself is just taking energy and time that you don't need to spend. And I just completely agree. It's like you just need to have your blinders on and your focus on yourself and what drives you and what fulfills you. Because when you're trying to do Things that you think are going to fulfill other people you're not going to be fulfilled you're not going to be happy right when you're always looking around to please others which is something like a people pleaser kind of thing like i've gotten caught into that but when you can just reflect and just trust yourself and trust your vision and your knowing it's i think that's the most beneficial thing you can do for yourself mm
0: mm-hmm. and I completely agree. And whenever I kind of get stuck, I always just say to myself, I'm like, Ali, you made it this far, haven't you? <laughs> like, if you've like, if you're struggling with believing yourself, you're like, you made it this far, girlfriend, like, right, totally. you made it this far. So if you made it this far with just yourself and believing in yourself, just imagine how more forward and farther that you can go. And I cannot stress it enough, because I mean, I think it's just where I live as well because I'm on Long Island. So I'm right near like New York City. So we're very fast paced, you know, life. Oh yeah. Like literally just like, don't even have a moment to think. And I also believe that our kind of societal structure in my little tri-state area is we're supposed to, you know, be in college by a certain time, have our job by a certain time, get married by a certain time, have children by a certain time, you know? And anyone who's not in that timeline is seen as like a social outcast. And I can't like, basically emphasize this enough when you are doing a new skill or wherever you are, even in life with relationships is everyone is on their own timeline and where you are right now is like literally exactly where you're supposed to be. Like this is it. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Yeah. Don't rush things. (laughs) Don't go backwards either where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And don't get caught up with, you know, you know, it's like, what is that keeping up with like the Joneses? Like, don't worry about what your neighbors are doing. Like they're on their (laughs) own timeline. They're doing their own thing. You worry about what you got to be doing and where you are.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I love that. That's so true.
0: So I'm just, I'm really good at segues. I don't know what it is today, Lauren, (laughs) because I'm talking about (laughs) everyone's on their own timeline. (laughs) Like Oh my God, God. I love it. Um. So we talk about, you know, growing our mindset and improving ourselves, always a work in progress. So if you could go back in time, of so talking about timelines, if you could go back in time, what would you tell your past
1: self? Ooh, I think there's a million things I would tell myself, but I think one, like, a, I don't even know if it's a quote, but it's like, you can't influence the world by trying to be like it. Ooh. And I love that because that was something where I was like, holy crap, it's like everyone's trying to be like each other, everyone's trying to fall into the social norms, everyone's trying to do the right thing, the good thing, fall into the right path, go to school, do the nine to five or, you know, do this or join this team and it's like always about doing what everyone else is doing but that's just like, it's just not as fun and I love I love that because like you literally can't influence the world when you're already doing something that's already been created so really leaning into your potential and your unique gifts um, is something I wish I told myself earlier on because I think I've leaned into comparison and others approval and being liked and all of that and it's not it's not it's definitely not fulfilling Mm -hmm. but it's the egotistical mind saying you know this is where you need to be and it's not so that's (laughs) <laughs> it's it's something I would definitely tell myself and definitely tell a lot of younger people as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love that too, because I truly believe that everyone on this planet has a service and a purpose to provide for the world on a big scale, or maybe even, even make a huge impact on their local community. Everyone has something to offer. So I agree that if you try and be like someone else, you're gonna feel unfulfilled because that's not your job that you're here to do. You're not here to do someone else's job. You're here to do your job and live your life and what you can provide to this universe. So I could not like agree more that yes, definitely just do your own thing, do what fulfills you. Yeah, and I think what I would tell my past self is don't care what people think. Cause those yeah. middle school, high school years, like I didn't want to do certain things or join certain clubs or whatever, even in college too, even still now a little bit, I don't want to do things cause I'm afraid of what others will say. I'm afraid of what people will think of me. Or is it going to change their mind about me? Are they going to look at me in a weird way? Um, <laughs> because I've just, I've always been by the books and very structured. So anytime I want to like divert into something else, I always get a little scared. And so I would go back and I would tell that middle school be like, listen, who cares what anyone's going to say? If you want to join that club, if you want to be on that sports team, like whatever you want to do, just do it because you're not living, you know, your life for those people, their opinions. And trust me, those people, the middle school opinions, the high school opinions, their opinions don't even matter. I don't even remember who those people are anymore. Like their opinions don't matter. And I love exactly that. What is it, that the opinions of sheep don't affect like the lion, like something like that saying where like yeah. the judgment of others shouldn't affect someone who's really trying to be here and to create something really good.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we have similar things that we would tell our past selves. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Again, we are very similar people. So um, <laughs> next question. So we're going to switch it up now. What would you want your future self to come back and tell you? What
1: do you want ooh. to hear your future self tell you? Oh, that's a good question. I'm really like I'm trying to think hard on that one. That one's been, I'm like, ooh, what would I want? What would I want my like my my future self to tell me? And I think it would be something along the lines of that. I just leaned in and I went for it. That's like a huge subject in my life right now. Is like I don't want to have the regrets of not leaning into the potential that I know I have within myself mm-hmm. and that I know that I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the strongest human emotion on the negative scale is regret. And it's just Mm -hmm. regretting things that we didn't do or that we did do. And I think going into this next season of my life, I really just want to go for it, you know, like just have fun with it and learn, like lean in, grow, learn, do experiences, be spontaneous. And I would love for my future self to come back and tell me that that's what's, that's what I'm going to be doing. And that's like, I'm going to pursue that. So that's, that's kind of, I think that's what I would. That's
0: what I would want. Oh my, I'm literally like getting chills. I literally love that because it wouldn't that be great if like your future self just like popped in, in a dream one day, and was like, girlfriend, just lean into it. Just do, don't, don't hold back. Just keep, don't don't hesitate and just do it. I think that would be awesome for a future self to come back and tell you that you did it. You leaned in and you reached your potential just like you thought you would. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah.
0: Thanks for amazing. Um, I would tell my future self to, if my future yeah can't speak anymore, guys, I would want my future self to tell me to trust myself. Like don't second guess anything. Do you have all this knowledge? You have all the training for your career and whatever training you need. You always just Google, like trust myself. I can get myself out of anything. I can handle anything don't do that whole imposter syndrome where you second guess, like, am I supposed to be here? Am I good enough? And I want my future self to come back and be like, girlfriend, okay, you just need to trust yourself and believe in yourself. Everything you need, you already have. So just keep faith in my own potential. So kind of similar, yeah, to yours. Keep the yeah. faith, that we keep got.
1: faith. Keep trust the intuition. Faith. Totally.
0: Yes. I love that. That's why it's called women's intuition. That's why, because yeah. we, <laughs> we got so it. So true. I always, you know what's a fun side note about women's intuition that I thought was very interesting is I always wondered how come like it's called women's intuition and not just like intuition or man's intuition or anything like that and I saw somewhere on you know the good old internet good old google that apparently women have intuition because women are very like connected with our emotions we're very connected with nature It's just kind of like the vibes Uh, and our frequencies that we get out. Cause obviously like we're connected with nature because like we create life, right? We have the ability. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Which is is wild to me. Like ladies, we could just like produce a body and like produce a child, like what? (laughs) But I think we, women's intuition. So women have good insight or like a feeling about something is because we literally have that connection with nature, with life, you know, with that frequency. So I thought that was very interesting. I was like, wow. I never thought about that. So always trust your gut, ladies. Yes, literally. <laughs> you, got, you got a good feeling, follow the gut Go for feeling. It. If you have a bad gut feeling, trust that feeling because yeah. I think a lot of people, like not even women, just people in general, they get a bad gut feeling but they're like, "Oh no, it's probably nothing." And then like down the road, they see all the red flags of whatever that thing was and they're like, "You know what? I should've just listened to my gut."
1: I, oh my gosh. I, saw- I have so many examples of that. I have so many examples of like mm-hmm. trusting your intuition, and your gut. Holy, <laughs> if there's any advice, it's just trust yourself and trust that knowing. And when you start to trust it you start to like listen to it, it gets louder. Mm-hmm. Which is so important because then you really have that sense and you can tell when, when mm-hmm. something's right or when something's wrong. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I heard, I saw somewhere too, that like your stomach is like your second brain or something like that. So yes, like, right. That you're listening to your gut because there's a, literally like bacteria or something in it. I remember again, I Googled it because I was interested that like, there's certain just like bacteria that's in your stomach and it's literally like your second brain. So if you're, if your brain's not catching it, your stomach is. So. <laughs> You gotta, yes, you gotta, I you gotta that. trust, yeah, trust that gut because all oh my mm-hmm. land, the, the amount of things you can avoid if you trust your gut and not hesitate on your
1: intuition, the the amount of things you can avoid. Oh my gosh. I have the funniest story to tell, really brief. I just have to because it was it. just so good. I was going to the gym and you know, I have a parking pass for the second level of parking because my mom works in that building. Mm-hmm. And I always would park on the first level when I was going to the gym and I was like, okay, you know what? Like it's fine. But then this one morning I had a thought and I said, you know what? Like if I park on the first level, I could get a parking ticket. Like I should just go on the second level and do that. And I never had that thought before, but I had this feeling like I should. And so I did it. And later that day, my mom went to the same area. Like she went to the gym, parked on the first floor and got a parking ticket and she came back and she goes, she goes, Oh my gosh, I got a parking ticket because I wasn't parked on the second level. And I was like, Whoa, it's just stuff like that it's so
0: cool I'm obsessed follow your gut There's been plenty of times where like I would have a gut feeling of okay maybe I should leave a little bit earlier maybe to like get to work or to leave work or like get somewhere and I had a gut feeling I should leave a little bit earlier than I usually do and I would avoid like traffic because my gut feeling was like you need to leave a little bit earlier you might get that traffic I'm telling you it's it's to the biggest things of like red flags but to the smallest things of you should leave a little early or you should park somewhere else always totally listen to the gut. So let's see our next question. What is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that biggest failure?
1: Oh, oh my goodness. I'm trying to, I think I would say going back to comparison, which I won't talk on like a lot, but really just trying to create a life that other people would perceive as good and other people would perceive as what's right and not what I thought was right. And I think having like a season of my life where I was just doing things to please other people that was a failure that I learned from because I just would come back to myself and I was like I'm not really happy right now like this isn't what I want to be doing and that's essentially got me into the the job and the career that I'm in now is because I was doing a job just to please other people because I thought it was what what was right and it looked glamorous on the outside but on the inside it wasn't fulfilled at all mm-hmm. so that's probably mine for sure.
0: Oh, that's such a good one. I love that. Because whenever people think of biggest failures, they think of like a specific instance, like, oh, like I didn't get into the school or I didn't get that job. But I really like how mm-hmm. you just kind of thought like my biggest failure, was just like an actual thought process. So that's really interesting. Yeah. that's I like that a lot. And I want to say my biggest failure is so kind of bouncing. I'm going to switch mine because I had like a statement, but now like I kind of like how you talked about like a state of mind, where my biggest <laughs> failure, I think, which I'm still working on too, is to always being controlled by my emotions where like, if, you know, if something bad happens to me, that yes. day, I am mad for the rest of the day. I'm like, I hate everyone. I hate everything. My life is terrible for like the one bad thing that happened that yep. day or like, reacting very heavily to different situations rather than taking like a calm approach. I was, and kind of still is, but I'm definitely getting better, a very reactive person. And I used to think being reactive showed people like, don't mess with Allie, she's going to react. Like she's going to, you know, yell and scream and, you know, don't mess with me sort of mentality was the reaction. But now I'm learning, which is really awesome, is that like, you don't have to react to everything. And if you just tell someone calmly, Hey, I didn't really appreciate what you said, or hey, I didn't really appreciate what you did. Produces a better outcome than me screaming, oh my gosh. And and like causing a whole fit because something happened. Yeah, so definitely- I
1: totally agree. I totally agree. And it's like so much of life is how we react to things, not the reality of our life. It's how we react because it's our thought process, it's our emotions. Everything's your perspective, and if you're reacting, then you're always going to be in a in a negative state or not, you know, in a scarcity state, whatever it is. So I love that as well. Mm-hmm. I think mean, that's really good.
0: Yeah. And I, it's one thing too, I learned from the pandemic with emotions is you can't control your life, but you can control how you react to it, which I think is a super important lesson for everyone to learn that good and bad things are going to happen to you. That is just the, the human life that we live, that suffering and challenges are lessons to be learned. So not everything's going to be peachy keen and super exciting all the time. And so when you get hit with like a bad day and you can react to it and like, you know, not like a positive patty and be like, you know, everything's great. Everything's rainbows and sunshines, but just like acknowledge, okay, that was a bad day, but there's always tomorrow, which I love. And my boyfriend, he always says this all the time too. And I never really noticed until recently, whenever he has a rough day, he literally says, you know what? Well, there's always tomorrow. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. He yeah, there is always like a yeah, tomorrow. He's he's speaking of go with the flow. I've learned so many like so many things about that because I'm like, no, we got a plan. We need to go with the flow. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he's a he's a water sign. He's a cancer, and I think he's an enneagram too. I'm just giving him all the basics here. And he is a very go with the flow visionary where he's like, right. all right, I had a terrible day. Things happen let's you know there's always tomorrow but then there's me and I'm like no today was terrible and life is terrible right now and I, you know just having like a whole yeah. moment and he's like it's okay Ali, tomorrow's literally a brand new day and I'm like how like it doesn't make, yeah. how does someone just oh my like- gosh and
1: that just that made me think of something it's like if you were to like if someone was to steal like you had a hundred dollars in your bank account and someone stole three dollars Mm -hmm, You would mm -hmm. not be obsessing over the $3 for the rest of the day, you'd be focusing on the 97 that you have left. And it's like that with any moment in any moment in the day, it's like, when you have a bad moment, or like, then oftentimes we think about it for the rest of the day. And we think about the failure, the thing that made us so uncomfortable for the rest of the day, but it's like, you should be focusing on all the other minutes you have left and all the other minutes you can enjoy and you can turn around.
0: Oh my God. I love the, the $3. You lost $3, but you still have 97. I love yeah. literally, again, Lauren just was all these quotes from Lauren. I'm just going to like write them down and just like put them on pillows. <laughs> so we're doing the service. We're getting to Marshalls and we're doing this and we're putting all this. Oh t- my gosh. And we're gonna sell them. You,
1: you cracked me up.
0: You literally are inspiring me with all the amazing quotes. You're just like spewing out at me. It's just like so natural about you. She's like, yeah, so I know this quote. <laughs> just said like like it's just comes naturally to you so oh another great segue lord here we go
1: oh my gosh that's a quote that you live by (laughs) oh no okay oh my gosh well I think I said my earlier one which is like you'll never um like you'll never influence the world by trying to be like it but I'm trying to think of something else because there's so many quotes but now that I'm trying to think of one um what else do I have This isn't one of my favorites, but it's something that I really resonate with is be the energy that you want to attract. And that literally comes down to like, literally like energy and like spiritual realm, the universe. It's like, it's so true. Like your vibration brings on the same vibration. So always coming back to that thing, like what energy am I giving out right now? Mm -hmm. Is it poor? Because you're going to attract more of those things. Like you ever have a bad day where just things keep on going downhill because you're in that state. But when you're in an amazing state, you're just like, whoa, like, how does this day keep on getting better and better? And it's because the mm-hmm. energies, the people that you're attracting, like, I truly believe in putting out into the universe and putting like personal development and just being this high vibe energy being, it brought me to your account. You're a high vibe energy being, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's, it's everything. and I just, I love that so much. What about yourself? Do you have a favorite mm-hmm. one?
0: it's kind of actually similar. Well, I already said my favorite quote, which is the Eleanor Roosevelt quote, but I have this yeah. quote actually in my classroom. It's on like a big poster. I think it's very similar to yours. And it's like, be the change you want to see in the world. And oh, I-, I love I- that. I show my kids that quote. They love it. We talk about like, what does, what does this quote mean? Because we, I do teach them social studies. So we do talk about social justice and things like that and how to impact your community in a good way and how to impact your country in a good way. And yeah, be the change that you want to see in the world. So if you see a problem that you don't like in this world and you see something that you can fix be that change be that solution because I think people like to complain a lot about what's going on in the world rather than think of solutions that could fix the world or fix the community or fix like your inner circle anything like that and I totally agree with you and that kind of goes with that law of attraction where whatever you the the universe is basically like a mirror that whatever you send out into the universe, whatever vibes you send out, it's going to send right smack you right back with it. And oh God, I, yes. I love that idea. When I first heard the law of attraction, I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. Cause you know, when you meet someone for the first time and you actually like say, oh, I got a bad vibe from that person or I got like really yes. bad vibes. It's like a real thing. Cause you actually, your body illuminates energy, like an energy field, like around you. So if you literally a room, you like once people like read the room, it's, that's like a real thing. You can feel the energy that people are bringing out to you. So if you bring oh it in, I'm sorry, if you pull out and you show the universe your energy, if you bring out your energy to the universe, it's going to send you back those exact good vibes. And I also loved another quote too. I just thought of it that um, I actually heard from Rachel Hollis like a while ago. And what was it? It was like, don't um don't adapt to the temperature in the room. Be the thermostat. Where like if you go into oh room, I love that. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Where if you yeah. go into a room and the vibes are terrible, like don't adapt to that temperature. Be the thermostat and change the temperature. The temperature and oh so good. And be the good vibe in that room. You know how many times I've walked into a classroom and the kids are just like not about it. They're like I don't want to be here. I don't
1: want to. I'm tired today. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we got to learn. So, and I, yeah, and you could easily go down to that level. You could be like, you know what? I don't want to be here. And that's the same with being around the five people that you spend the most time with, you know, you will raise, or you will lower your standards to the people you're around mm-hmm. and you have control over that, right? Like if you're around people that are low vibe, then, you know, sometimes you say, okay, well, I'm just going to kind of, this is the standard. Or if you're around people that are doing amazing things that are going big, they're just at such an incredible energy. You're going to Adopt to that, and that's exactly it with the Rachel Hollis quote. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's literally you don't think you make a difference, like, cause you think, oh, like I'm just yeah. one person, um, and you know, I, this I'm just in my little space. But it's amazing if you realize your true potential of like just spreading positive energy, or spreading supportive energy, or just nice energy in general the difference that you can make and I think the best compliment I don't know about you but like the best compliment is like wow like if someone says like wow I was in such a bad mood but now like after the conversation we had I'm in like such a better mood because of, like something yeah
1: like, that's compliment. my favorite Just a simple it's like being able to spark a light in someone else yeah. I think one of my huge things that I always come back to is like helping others see a different perspective because like I always love to say like everything is perspective and when you can change someone's focus and their pattern and their perspective of how they're perceiving their life it's like it's such a gift because Mm -hmm. that's what you have control over and some people don't even realize it
0: Mm -hmm. and again too I just to piggyback off of that that's literally the reason like again why I started this and I'm glad you're on here with me contributing to what this podcast is all about is like, how do you change your perspective? How do you change your mindset and be more mindful and appreciate life rather than being a constant, you know, complaining or regretting life in some way where life is truly a gift. And that was totally emulated with this past pandemic, that life is too short. Life is totally a gift where you should be spending that time, you know, enjoying it to the best of your abilities and, you know, don't take anything for granted. And, um, I was talking to someone the other day, I mean, had a really good conversation about, you know, when you want to reach your full potential. And we said, you know, when you're like 90 years old, sitting in a rocking chair on your porch, do you want to like, look back on that memory and be like, wow, I'm so glad, like I did all the things that I wanted to do. I tried everything I could, whether I failed or I was successful, I'm glad I tried it. Or are you going to be that 90 year old person on the porch in the rocking chair being like, I really wish I didn't care what people said. And I really wish I didn't care yeah. to change the status quo. Like, where do you want to Like, what mindset do you want to be in when you're sitting on that rocking chair, just like reflecting on your life? I think is super. Important totally. To about too. Yeah.
1: And it's like adopting that now and implementing that now. So you can years down the road, have that experience. Cause it's so true. It's like, everyone wants to You know, something that Ed Milet always talks about, which is a whole other topic, but it's like, he's always chasing his potential and the best person he can be. Like he has this mindset of like, at the end of my life, I truly believe that I'm going to meet my best self and I want to be identical to him. I don't want to be years away from him. He's like, that's like the greatest failure is meeting your highest self and being so far from it. Mm -hmm. And so I think every single day, just implementing that and just working towards being a better self is what's going to be the most fulfilling thing you can do.
0: Yeah, I I love that idea because you know how people for some reason take the saying, oh, like when someone says, Oh, you've changed as like not a compliment, mm-hmm. but I think that's a total compliment. someone comes up to me and is like hasn't seen me in a few years, and they're like, Wow, Al, you've really changed. And I'm like, Good, I hope I changed because I always <laughs> want to grow and get better. Because let me tell you, the person I was even in college, before I even thought about mindset and everything. It's unrecognizable, honestly, even from a couple of years ago that like, if I look back at her, I'm just like, oh, my Lanta girlfriend, if only you knew, (laughs) you know, if only you just knew. And so I think it's really important to notice that you are going to grow, right? That's why it's called growing up because you literally are growing as a person, not just in height or whatever, or in age, but you're growing in your mindset and the, just your experiences and the way that you want to carry yourself. In this life, and that's why it's called a growth mindset because you always want to improve yep. yourself. You know, you don't come out of the womb this perfect yep. human being. You learn no. <laughs> your challenges, and you learn and you grow and to to reach that higher self or the highest self that you possibly can be. Like Ed Millett said, I love that. Totally. Okay, I love that too. So, Miss Lauren, we're coming to a close. I'm so sad. <laughs> we're coming to a <laughs> close of our fantastic oh. interview, and I personally think as you being my first guest on a podcast and you being on a podcast for the very first time I think we killed it I think we nailed it (laughs)
1: I think we did too this is we could talk for hours
0: honestly dangerous it's very dangerous it's so funny that when we first had a meet about planning like this podcast we had such a good conversation I was like should I just record now like should I just plug in the (laughs) mic and just hit record because I think we both have such like a a good message. And we just want to help people. And we want to help ourselves too. with just spreading mindfulness and how to, you know, live our life to the fullest and reach our highest potential. So I have a question. Our last question, if you're just walking down the street and someone just ran up to you and was like, Lauren, okay. I want to change my mindset. How can I do it? What is one way? What was one thing you would tell them?
1: Oh, 100%. Tony Robbins talks about it going back to good old TR, but gratitude (laughs) like everything is gratitude you can't be angry and grateful at the same time simultaneously Mm. you just can't it's not something that can happen like think about it like you can't be actually grateful and also like mad it's just not something that happens. so the one way to change your pattern and to change your focus is just to think of like three things that you're truly grateful for shut your eyes literally just take a moment and just shift your perspective shift your state And it'll change your pattern. It'll change your focus for the rest of the day. That's my key thing that I do.
0: Wow. I absolutely love it. It's as simple as that. Just simple gratitude practice. Because again, that's the first thing. If you find something that you're grateful for, that changes your mindset right away. Literally right away. I completely love that. And that's just the quickest way you can do it so totally (laughs) this is so amazing thank you so much for having me on I really enjoyed this. thank you for being here thank you for being the honor of being my first podcast guest I think we had a wonderful conversation that's definitely going to help a whole lot of people help me I feel uh, talk about feeling better after a conversation I was tired I had a long day at work and I was like I got a podcast interview with Lauren
1: oh my god (laughs) Yes, so much better
0: Love it. So again, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It was wonderful. Um, I'm going to put your information um, in the show notes for people to follow you and anything. But do you want to let people know where they can find you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think my main source right now is on Instagram. I'm big on Instagram, and it's living with with underscore what's it called? I forget the thing. Lauren, you can <laughs> type it in the show notes. It <laughs> might
0: be easier for people there. <laughs> All right, so definitely follow you just on Instagram, right? That is where they can find you. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: All That's right. Awesome.
0: Perfect. So I'll put all of Lauren's information in the show notes for you guys to follow her. Make sure you do her content is amazing. She puts up so many inspiring things. She puts up Aww, also great things you. with like physical health as well. She makes the best. Yeah. So if you want to follow Lauren <laughs> for her skills, definitely follow her. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you. Hi, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as Lauren and I enjoyed making it. I think we had a wonderful conversation, and I actually felt a whole lot better talking to Lauren um, during this interview. And It's amazing what can happen when you just have a really good conversation with a really good person. So I really, really hope that you guys love the conversation. Um, all of Lauren's information, her Instagram is going to be in the show notes. So if you want to link up with her um, and talk about Arbon products, you can. You can also talk about Arbon products with me as well on my Instagram. And if you aren't already doing this, please follow this podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave a review on Podchaser or also leave a review, subscribe and rate on Apple Podcasts. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, mindful Monday. Bye guys. Talk to you next week.